Come on and clap your hands to the Lord. Come on and lift up your voice. Come on, there's a great gift of faith that's being released in the atmosphere now. You ought to lift up your voice and shout like a people that are hungry. Come on, if you came with faith, you ought to begin to speak in other tongues. If you came with expectation. Why don't you turn to somebody and tell them, say, get with it or get out of the way. We don't have time for people that are playing games. We don't have time for you taking up place on a pew. We are living in the very last of days and we are about to see a global harvest and we need everybody in the church to be the church and if you're ready to be the church you ought to clap your hands and shout unto God with a great shout. There's something that's happening in the atmosphere. Imando lo boho Hallelujah. While you turn to Joel chapter 2, I want to give honor to Pastor and Sister Varnum, and of course, Bishop and Sister Varnum some of the most apostolic people in the world in the church today aren't you thankful for their vision and their leadership there's nothing better than apostolic voices and apostolic calling and apostolic leadership i love friends but i love apostolic friends better Nothing better than apostolic friends. Bishop, thank you. What a word today. Our ministers today, wow. Thank you. You spoke into my spirit, my heart. Hallelujah. 
Give honor to Brother Arnold, Brother Kleindens, Brother Aubrey, all the ministers that are speaking in this conference, all the ministers that are present here today, all my dear friends that are here. I don't want to even start naming names. I know that I'll get in trouble if I do, uh, but I love all of you very much. You love all of you people of God, you apostolic people of God. I'm so thankful to be traveling. My Bree Bree and I, we came from, from Greece two days ago through Germany and then got here last night uh, late and sorry that we missed that opening service. We wanted to be there, but uh, they changed our flight because there wasn't enough people on it. And so they uh, delayed us by a day, but I'm glad to be traveling with my my beautiful apostolic daughter, Bree Bree. She turns 13 at the end of this month. And Brother Sean, would you just, just do something like this? Yep. That is my armor bearer. who has one responsibility all weekend long, and that is keeping all the handsome boys and the ugly boys away from my daughter. She doesn't want anything to do with any of you. I actually have a Florida concealed carry permit. It's true. I do. I have a Florida concealed carry permit and a Glock 40. I'm proud to be an American. That's right. That's right. So thankful to be at Touch the Future. This is a great apostolic meeting. I know that much, much, much prayer and fasting has gone into this. You can already feel the prayer and fasting that has gone into this meeting from the opening song to every word that has come across this pulpit. There is a very special anointing, a divine utterance that's being given by the Lord. And so, wow, I'm so honored and feel so blessed to be here this week. Joel chapter 2 and verse 23. Hallelujah. Sister Kyle gave me $100 one time and told me to buy a Bible that had something other than the book of Acts. I got a whole one with me today. So I'm not going to start with the book of Acts because she's here. Joel chapter 2 and verse 23, it may sound familiar to the book of Acts, but, but it's something different. It was in a different part of the Bible. Joel chapter 2 and verse 23, the Bible said, Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath 
given you the former rain moderately and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. And somebody should shout, Amen. And here's what it's going to look like. Verse 24. You better just get your spiritual eyes cleared up because here's what it's going to look like in the last days which we're living in right now. And the floors shall be full of wheat and the fats shall overflow with wine and oil. There's not going to be enough room in any church building that can hold the global harvest that God is about to give the church in these last days. And if you believe that, you ought to shout yes. Verse 25, and I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten. I'm not going to give you the time back. I'm going to multiply your present. I'm going to give you more right now than you could have ever had with all those years added up together. Whatever you think the enemy stole, whatever you thought some guy stole, what is... Right now, God is going to multiply his harvest in these last days. And he's going to restore by multiplication. Verse 26, and you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that hath dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. You shall know that I am in the midst of you and that I am the Lord your God and none else and my people shall never be ashamed. If you believe that, I want you to put your Bible down and clap your hands with all your might and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Come on, are there any believers in this place today that have made up their mind? Here's what God told me he's going to do today. 
chains that have hindered you and hindered your ministry for way too long. He's going to break them and shatter them. You're not even going to have the memory of those chains because God is about to launch you into a new dimension of apostolic ministry and somebody needs to shout yes. Believers are going to be empowered. Ministries are going to be imparted. The gifts of the Spirit are going to be apprehended. A fresh anointing is going to be released upon you. And the baptism of the gift of faith is going to come upon every person in this room. And if you're hungry for it, shout about it. Come on, I said the gift of faith is gonna overtake you. Not a little faith, but great faith is gonna overtake you to accomplish his kingdom purpose. Tsunami of apostolic boldness is going to overtake every man, every woman, every minister in this room. Apostolic boldness is going to overtake you. And when you walk down the streets, people are going to recognize that you have been with Jesus. Things you prayed for, sought after, hungered after. You don't have to wait till tonight or tomorrow. God is about to baptize you with the gifts you've dreamed for, the calling you've prayed for, the anointing you need to accomplish his kingdom purpose. And if you believe it, clap your hands and shout again. Why don't you reach over, lay your hand on someone's shoulder and say, I prophesy a release of the gift of faith in you. Say, I prophesy a release of boldness in you. I prophesy. Say it out loud. Say, I prophesy you will never be the same. I prophesy a new dimension of apostolic ministry. Now lift your hands and shout, I receive it. Shout, I receive it. Shout, it's mine. 
The Lord has sent me here today to increase your faith. And the Lord has sent me with a word, a simple word. It's time for the apostolic church to arise. I said it's time for the apostolic church to arise. Hallelujah. One more time, look at your neighbor. Say, get with it or get out of the way. You may be seated. That word arise literally means to spring up, to come into action, to become operative, to become visible, to begin to act the part, to present yourself as you should present yourself. There has never been a more critical moment for the church. There has never been a more important moment for the church to arise than right now. This season, this moment, this chaotic world is clamoring for a church that is filled with power and authority and dominion. The spirit of this world and the spirit of the Antichrist is out of control. Every evil thing that Paul told Timothy would be manifest in the last days is manifest in the world right now. We are living in perilous times. Men are lovers of their own selves. Men have become covetous and boasters and proud blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. Traitors, petty, high-minded, truce breakers, false accusers, fierce despisers of those who are good. having a form having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away I understand these are troubling times. I understand that there is really a spirit of fear that's loose in this world right now. I understand there's great distraction and compromise and complacency and confusion that is being waged against God's people right now. I understand that the devil wants to paralyze God's global church. I know that the devil wants to kill and steal and destroy God's people. But I've got a word. The church is about to arise. I said the church.
the devil has tried to convince the church and God's people that we will never be what we used to be. I want you to understand the devil is a liar. But even a liar gets it right sometimes. The devil wants you to believe we will never be what we used to be. And I want you to understand this is the one time that the devil has got it right. We will never be what we used to be. And we will never, ever be the same again. Because today, starting right now, the apostolic church is going to arise. And we... somebody you ought to get out in that aisle and stop your feet and shout unto God we will never be the same we will be better greater come on somebody needs to spring up not Somebody needs to come into action. Somebody needs to become operative. Somebody. I don't want to be what we used to be. I don't want to be the church from last year. I want greater works than these. So devil, I agree with you. I'm about to spring up. I'm about to do greater works than these. I've got a new anointing. I've got a new relationship with God. I'm walking in the spirit. I've got a new dimension that's been opened unto me and I'm not going back. Jesus told us in Matthew chapter 5, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. You are a city that cannot be hid. You're going to let your light shine before men. There's something has happened in you. You are different. You are changed. You have power. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's why Paul said, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away and behold. 
I am the ambassador of Jesus Christ. It's time. Shout it, Pastor. It's time. It's time. It's time. I said it's time for the church to arise. It's time for the apostolic church to arise. And if you're ready, you ought to clap your hands and shout hallelujah. Come on. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than of the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. Here's what the Lord told me. Hear this word, apostolic church. In these last days, in these perilous times, if you will arise, if you will spring up, if you will come into action, if you will become operative, if you will begin to act the part, if you will present yourselves a living sacrifice. God told me he will baptize you with the gift of faith. He will baptize you with the fivefold ministry. He will baptize you with the gifts of the spirit and the whole earth will take notice that you have been with Jesus. Lay your hand on your neighbor and say, I prophesy that into you right now. I prophesy. I prophesy unprecedented harvest. I prophesy global harvest. I prophesy God's going to give you churches and preaching points. I prophesy increase. I prophesy breakthrough. I prophesy all of Florida will hear the truth. Get a hold of somebody and say, receive it now. Receive it now. You will never be the same. You are going to arise. You're going to move into a new dimension.
Come on. Come on. Come on. You ought to shout arise. Shout arise. Shout arise. Shout arise. Shout arise. I want you to hear me. Here is how God is going to bless the apostolic church in this great season of global harvest. Zechariah 9 and 12, even today do I declare that I will render double unto you. I'm sorry, Sister Kyle. Acts 12 and 24, the Bible said, but the word of God grew and multiplied. Acts 2 and 47, and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Somebody needs to shout. God is unlocking incredible apostolic doors for his people right now. We have been poised for the global propagation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have been positioned to be the only answer to a messed up world. I declare to you, the devil is right. This is the greatest hour of the church. There's no turning back now. Something is getting a hold of us today and we're gonna be more powerful. We're gonna be more anointed. We're gonna move in a new dimension. We're gonna have a new authority because greater is he that is in me than he. I'm almost done. Our musicians can come. The devil's a liar. Everybody who wants to be baptized with the gift of faith, I want you to press into this altar as quickly as you can. Everybody who wants a baptism of boldness, a baptism of authority, a baptism of power, a baptism of a new anointing.
I want you to understand the church has always arisen and always thrived in the midst of persecution. As a matter of fact, the church has always thrived more in chaos than it ever did in comfort and convenience. Hands down. In Acts 4 and 18 and Acts 5 and 40, while the Jewish leaders were threatening and persecuting the apostles, Luke recorded this statement in Acts chapter 5. He said, all the more the believers in the Lord, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of frustration, in the midst of uncertainty, multitudes of men and women were constantly added to the church. We ain't slowing down. We're just picking up speed. God gave us a season of rest before the next season of war where we're going to be used like we've never been used before. Where the blind see on street corners and the deaf hear on street corners and you're on airplanes and you start laying hands on people. Why? Because this is the greatest hour of the church. Acts 8, when Saul began persecuting the church in Jerusalem, the disciples were scattered throughout the region of Judea and Samaria. And the Bible said they preached the word everywhere they went. The devil is so dumb. I mean, what a first-class idiot. Absolutely. Think about it, Pastor. I got a great idea. Let's put restrictions on the church. What a knucklehead. The church isn't very much on social media. They're not very often preaching out there all over the internet. Let's, here's a great idea. Let's close the doors of their buildings. What a knucklehead. Think about it. He closed the doors. We just decided, you know what? We'll preach on the streets. We'll preach on Facebook. We'll preach on the internet. We'll preach on Twitter. We'll preach at the nursing home. We'll preach on the airplanes. No problem, because everywhere I go, the church comes with me. I am the church. I am the apostolic church. It's not a building, it's you. Just Two weeks ago, my wife and I were walking. We do an exercise walk every day to escape our children. (laughs) 
Y'all are laughing nervously, but you know it's true. We go take about a about an hour, hour and a half walk around our, our, part, our, our part of our city in Berlin, Germany. It's called Friedrichshain. It's East Berlin. We go walk around that. We talk about what God is saying, what, what's happening in the world right now. We get that decompressed time as husband and wife and, and just get our minds focused on what we need to. And we were walking down the street and we have this neighbor that we love. They're actually our landlords, but God just gave them to us. Uh, Robert and Oksana, some of the greatest people. She's Russian. He's Romanian. We, the moment we met them, it was like God just said, in the midst of COVID, I'm going to give you somebody that you can invest in and that can also invest in you. So we became dear friends with them. And the first time we met Oksana, she walked into our house. It was an Airbnb in Berlin. And we walked in and she walked in and she said, apparently they had searched us on the internet to see who we were. So she walked into the apartment and she looked at me and she said, just so you know, I'm Orthodox. I said, no problem. That's awesome. I said, awesome, we're Pentecostal. Well, that was a year ago. And now we pray together every time they come in my home. They sit in the car with my wife. My wife was just with them as Oksana just wept and began to talk to her about her need for a touch in her life. And God is doing miracles in that relationship. And I, I believe God's going to let them be filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized in Jesus' name. It was no accident that God put them in our life. That's not the testimony. We were walking down the street. Brother Crosley, we decided to buy my our, uh, Oksana some flowers. Just we, we love them. And so we wanted to buy her some flowers. And so we walk in this flower shop, and there's this young lady named Susie, Pastor Kyle. And she was, she was standing there. putting She puts bouquets together for my wife. Every week I buy my wife some flowers. And every other week and I buy her these flowers from the same lady. Listen, I go to the same watering holes because I want to get a fish. So I go to the same restaurant, I go to the same barber, I go to the same florist, I go to the same grocery store. I know everybody by name. In my little circle in Friedrichshine, I know everybody. When they see me, they say, Charles, it's Germany, nobody does that. So Susie was putting this pack of flowers together and I saw her wince in pain. And I said, Susie, are you okay? She said, well, I've had this disease for a long time. She said, I go to the hospital every morning and get a cortisone shot. She said, and it sometimes takes the pain away, but today it's not. And I said, Susie, I said, I'm an apostolic preacher. Have you ever heard of those? She said, no. I said, I'm the kind that believes in a God that'll heal you right now. She's got dreadlocks that are the weirdest looking things, multicolored earrings everywhere. She looks just, she is the total world package. I said, Susie, can I pray for you right now? She said, I, I guess so, sure. I reached across the counter in that flower shop. She didn't expect this. 
I took her hand and she was limp. She was like, oh no, what's about to happen in my flower? All I want to do is make a bouquet. But I got her hand and I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name that's above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow and every tongue confess that you are Lord of all. I said, I speak to the disease in your body. When I said that, she got, she grabbed on the boat. She said, I feel something. I feel something. She said, keep praying. I started praying for her. The Holy Ghost moved tears, filled up her eyes. She said, I have never felt anything like that in all my life. She said, you people are real. She said, look, this feels so good. That is where God is taking the church in these last days. We're about to arise and walk out of the building and heal the sick and raise the dead and see the lame walk. In Acts 19, when the Jews in Ephesus began to oppose Paul's teaching, the Bible says that he continued teaching in the school of Tyrannus. And hear this, all of Asia. All of Asia heard the word. And what I feel in the Holy Ghost this morning is that all of Florida is about to hear the word. All of the United States is about to hear the word. All of Canada is about to hear the word because this morning God is awakening his church and we are going to arise into a new dimension of power and authority. Somebody lift your hands and shout yes. feel like the Lord wants to move right now. There's a lot more, but God wants to, God wants to do something right now. He wants to baptize you with the gift of faith. I want everybody who wants to receive that tsunami baptism of the gift of faith to look at your neighbor and say, it's mine and I'm taking it right now. Look at your neighbor, say, you better get a good look at me. Because I'm not going to look the same when this is done. Now you can get with it. Now listen. Now listen. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, I'm about to be baptized with the gift of boldness and you ain't gonna recognize me. 
Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm going to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm going to pray for the blind and they will see. I'm going to pray for the deaf and they will hear. I'm going to pray for the lame and they're going to get up and walk. I'm going to see millions be filled with the Holy Ghost in my ministry. Listen, some of you shouted but didn't say it. You got to declare what you want to see until you see what you've declared. So I want you to shout out loud and say, I'm going to see millions filled with the Holy Ghost in my ministry, my ministry, my calling. Listen. One second. One second. So here's what we're going to do. In just a moment, every single one of you are going to lift your hands up as high as you can. Would you practice that with me? So easy. When you lift your hands, it's a sign of surrender. You're saying, I'm ready. God, bring it. I'm getting it. It's mine. I'm not going to miss it. It's mine. Put your hands down. When I tell you to, number two, you're going to close your eyes. Number three, you're going to lift up your head because you're expecting something to happen. Number four, you're going to begin to praise the Lord with all of your might. With your voice, your body, you're going to shout. Then your great pastor and bishop and I, we're going to speak the word of faith. And we're going to release the gift of faith upon you like a tsunami. We're going to loose the gift of boldness on you like a tsunami. And when you hear me shout hallelujah, that is the moment that it is yours. When I shout hallelujah, I want everybody in this room to shout hallelujah as loud as you can. And the moment you shout hallelujah, because it is yours and you do have it, I want you to start laying hands on everybody around you and you command them to receive their miracle, receive healing, receive impartation. Are you ready? Are you ready? Lift up your hands right now. Close your eyes. Lift up your head. I want you to lift up your voice and begin to shout unto God. Here it comes. Here it comes. By the authority of the word of God. By the power of the name Jesus, receive that gift of faith. Receive that gift of boldness in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.